Today's episode of Dipping Milk and Cookies is brought to you by A Gentleman's Outlook. All right, welcome to another awesome episode of Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast where two best buds, that's me and you, my friend, mm-hmm. try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and you guessed the people, microphones. Guys, I am your host, Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith, with me as always, my co-host, partner in crime, the master milker, Michael Segovia. Goddamn right. You already know what it is. What's up, pimpin'? Not much, man. Just doing a lot of cleaning, mm-hmm. waiting for it to stop raining so mm-hmm. I can do some outside work. Just Looks like your grass just got cut. Yeah, I did. I just cut it, but there's stuff I want to do with the flower beds. And ah, ah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> no, that's all right. Where I'm at in my life. Yeah, yeah. no, that's okay, dude. That's They're good hobbies. They're good habits to have. Uh, that's good. Good, good. What about yourself? Uh, you know. Same shit, different toilet, just more of the same. Existence is pain. Uh, just trying to grind out as much work as I can right now because tired of being broke. So um, let me, I didn't even prep these questions up. My bad, people. Mm, there was a couple of good ones that I wanted to get into for the questions of the week. Oh, my God. God, it's just that indigestion. You sure it's not a heart attack? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think, it not, I think it was like 16 that he had between the drive uh, from Muskego out to California or Arizona and then back yeah. home. 16, like 16 heart attacks. Yeah, minor heart attacks. We're talking about Mike's grandpa, Lance, by the way. He's fucking evidently a missile man because... Not too many can take 16 minor heart attacks during a road trip, but he's probably doing by himself. No, uh, my grandma was with him. Oh, really? Yeah. And she didn't say, like, are you sure we shouldn't stop? Yeah. Actually, no, I'm sure she probably said that a bunch, but he was just like, no, shut up. We, we got yeah. we, uh, we to yeah. keep, we got to make time. <laughs> I should just ask her about that. Thing. Yeah, for sure. You should. That's a good question. She's like, who told you? <laughs> you did. uh but yeah let's jump into some questions of the week here y'all um would you rather i'm not gonna lie there are some pretty gnarly questions this week i'll save that one for last because that's pretty gnarly um would you would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak uh lose the ability to read Okay, okay. I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I already don't read, period. I mean, I do read, but not like I yeah. probably should. I mean, well, especially, too, if... Back at my house, many of my leather-bound books, collections, it's reeks of rich mahogany. Speaking <laughs> of which, I found my 1934 Robert Louis Stevenson, Treasure Island. No shite. Yeah. Wow. So it's in the big, 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 big boy save. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's an original? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Cool. It's got like the... I like how you just have... You literally, literally have a treasure chest, Mike. 
and it's so cool because like i mean honestly we won't go into detail what else is in there but like i know what's in there mm-hmm. for the most part <laughs> like that but then again i don't know <laughs> like i know you like to play some shit close to the chest but like you've shown me some pretty cool stuff out of it it's like a little treasure chest it's like i heard my booty yeah <laughs> Anyways, keep going. I love Sorry. Pirates, dude. I know. So do I. I just watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies like the other day, and they never get old. They really don't. You forget. Like it's really fun. Like watching movies in succession. Like like one right after. Yeah. Like that's you know the whole idea ideology behind a trilogy behind a a, a franchise like that. Obviously, you want to make money for an extended period of time, and you build and build and build. But it's just like, dude, when you can watch them all one right after another, just rocket, you know, snap fire. It's fucking dope. It's so cool because oh, yeah. then you can watch like the actual progression of the movies, and sometimes it's like, oh, oh, oh no, and then it just goes down. <laughs> you know, not all of them are winners, people. Uh, but anyways, yeah, sorry, Pirates, Treasure Chest, nineteen thirty-two that's that's dope but anyways yeah i definitely would uh lose the ability to read because what are we doing right now talking. we're talking <laughs> we're, we're trying to be aspiring we are aspiring podcasters and those old books that i like to collect i don't open them to read them Mm-mm. i just have them you look at the spine and you smell it mm, that's yeah. old <laughs> who's had this book in the last 170 years What? Is it 1932 or 1832? No, it's 1932. Okay. <laughs> it's only 100 years, but... <laughs> it looks like it's uh, old. Not even, old. not even. Close. Uh, but let's see here. Burton. Burton Bargerstock over from uh, Lost in the Dark Podcast. What up, boys? Yeah, I got a He said, read all day. Audible is my shit. Our phones can read everything to us, and I love doing the podcast too much to not be able to talk. Agreed. Again. It's 2021, man. Come on. Get with the fucking program. Uh, Liz, good old Liz, said, uh, lose the ability to speak. I already bite my tongue to keep from saying stupid shit. Might as well take it all from me. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Mitchell said, uh, lose the ability to speak. I don't like many people anyway. That's fair. That's definitely fair. I fucking hate people, so I definitely agree with you there. Candy, she said, lose the ability to speak. Knowledge is power, and I prefer to read to gain information. And sign language is cool. You're not wrong, but that just sounds like a whole lot of work, Candy. But I could definitely still understand that argument. Yeah, I would say that's probably the best one to make me say, like, lose the ability to speak. Because then, yeah, you just learn sign language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the only sign language I would need. <laughs> Is it pulling the rig? <laughs> There's nothing but the bird. <laughs> um, would you rather have every traffic light you approach turn green or never have to wait in line again? And Joe kind of, he tried to found a loophole, kind of, cheater. Yeah, I mean... That's kind of a weird one. <laughs> um, I'd say... Never wait in line. That's me. The, the traffic one. Because it always pisses me off when it just gets yellow. True, red right true, away. Like, true. I didn't I even the, think about that. I had the momentum. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're fucking with my flow. Exactly. Yep. God damn, you are absolutely right. I, 
I correct my decision. I'm definitely going to go with traffic lights always turning green. You're absolutely right. Because I always bitch about fucking driving in traffic. I can't, yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe. Uh, Joe from A Gentleman's Outlook. Uh, he said, never have to wait in line. Stopping at a red light is considered a line you're waiting in. He's not wrong. Kind of a loophole. But... Not if you're for first car. Yeah. 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 There you go. Exactly. Right. If you ain't first, you're last. Fucking loser. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm fucking with you, Joe. I love you, buddy. Uh, again, Liz, green traffic lights makes me feel like I'm too fast, too furious. <laughs> uh, Candy also said traffic, traffic lights. I drive more than I wait in line, which is also a fair assessment as well. Uh I mean, the only time I wait in line really is when I go to Target <laughs> to get cat food, you know, grocery shop or whatever. Uh, Other than that, I really don't wait in line. It's weird. Weird to think about. Where else? Well, you hmm. spend half your day at work and then you sleep. So, I mean, it's not like. You I don't do, I don't do shit. Yeah, yeah, I really don't do anything. Remember what? You stop at Camino, have a burger or something. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. Maybe a fish fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, that is an interesting question. Let's see how. Let's come over here. If you could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? Duet with anybody, and who would it be? Um, because I suck at singing, so I I don't know. I'd probably say like Lizzie Hale. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think they suck at singing? No, I think that she would be able to carry the team. Okay. <laughs> I just can't live down that backpack moniker. <laughs> Why I got rid of it, man. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I this shit. It is all adding up over the course of time. Tara making fun of you with your shit. Oh my god! As you're poking and prying, saying, "Yeah, make him the backpack." No, that was Harley. Harley did that, bro. You guys probably all talked about it. <laughs> yeah, in our other group chat, we had a little pre-meeting before we came yeah. to the real chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guilty. You got but, us. Yeah. You got oh, us. Yeah, you dude, got us. Red-handed. oh man um i you know who would i want to sing with Mm, i don't know why but i feel like doing a duet with like bob marley or uh like rick astley or something that'd be kind of cool i know it's completely different sides of the spectrum but just to do do it with like a cheesy eighties nineties yeah pop star or like to do one with like a super serious legend of music, and I don't know why, but I j- Jamaican like Rastafarian like, I feel like sing Vanilla the vocals. Ice would be a very big popular. One. <laughs> oh man, Van- <laughs> fucking <laughs> telling you, dude. Oh, man. Every once in a while, I like a little ice in my milk, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's what, that's who I would probably choose. 
Burton, again, thanks for the feedback, buddy. He said, that's tough, but I would say either Dio, parentheses, doing Kickapoo from Pick a Destiny. Well, well played. Bruce Dickinson, Alex Lejo, Lejo uh, doing the Oops, I Did It Again cover. Howard Jones doing Holy Diver. That new Scion track is incredible. So yeah. And I have to throw Randy Blythe and uh, Jamie Jost on there. I don't know what track, but one we could all do together, like Enslaved Dead or Depraved off uh, Joss's first solo or Poison Dreams off the new Lamb of God. Uh, great question, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, those are some solid choices too, man, but I think you hit it right on the head right out the gate, right out the Ripski deal. Fucking doing Kickapoo from Pick a Destiny. That, <laughs> that's what you should fall asleep to tonight. It's Pick a Destiny. It was like five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liz. Long ass fucking time ago <laughs> in a place called Kickapoo. <laughs> Oh, God, that movie's so great. If you guys have never seen Tenacious D's Pick of Destiny, uh, stick a quarter in your ass because you're playing yourself big time. Uh, it's a super, super funny movie. It's very, like, under the radar. I feel like not a lot of people know about it. But if you do know about it, you know about it. Yeah. You know yeah, what's up. Yeah. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, Liz, she said Paul McCartney, obviously. Pa Liz is the biggest Beatles fan in the world i swear to christ um then she said then you garrett but it has to be a song of my choice and really lame and i, I challenge accepted yeah absolutely for sure haven't done some really good cheesy karaoke in a while i we used to do fucking a tenacious d song back way back in the day in the aj's yeah. days back when i still had long hair and looked really weird yeah and, uh <laughs> and you were skinny <laughs> <laughs> sorry keep going there's something else that <laughs> i don't remember now thanks <laughs> come on aj's days there was another song that we sang um, oh oh um i think it was was it lamb of god no fuck what was it man Wow, I really got to dig deep for that. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, shit. Oh, no, it was uh, Symphony of Destruction ah. by Megadeth, for sure. <laughs> Man, dude, yeah, I remember some of those nights. We'd get fucking rowdy. Yo! Good times. Uh, let's see here. Let's find another good one. With some good comments. Here we go, yeah. Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? I think it's really funny, too, that, like, there's there's a few comments in here, and, like, I think almost all of them, maybe if at least a majority of them, have, like, a reoccurring, like, theme. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't honestly say I've ever been attacked by any animal. Mm-hmm. Um... But if I was to be bitten by one from provoking it, it would probably be one of the peacocks at the zoo. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. Talking shit to a pal. I like how your fucking feathers look, peacock. Fucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely been bitten by animals before, but like never attacked. 
like I got bit by my cat pretty aggressively, but that was because his arm was broken, stuck in like a door hinge. You know, we at my mom's house. You remember that door that went from the living room to the kitchen, that like restaurant door? It would swing both ways. Well, it was fucking open one day, and dipshit went behind there. Or no, he was from the other side, and he just started like reaching for something in there, and then the door just fucking shut and broke his little arm. Uh, but he was stuck there, just fucking rah, 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 screaming, and I start panicking, so I immediately just go to grab him, and he's just like, "No, fuck off!" Ah! And you he ever he see bit 127 me. hours. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh god, gnarly! That would be so intense, dude. Cut your fucking limb off with like a pocket watch knife. That again. It's so simple. It's so simple, but it's bro, broski. It's a, I don't know. I don't know about that. Thing. Yeah, fuck yeah. You don't yeah. think after like a week being down there and your thumb is just or your hand is just crushed, you don't feel it? I mean, it's dead, dude. I'll yeah. cut that shit off right away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Either way. Uh, that would have been the first night. I wouldn't have stayed there <laughs> yeah, for man. 127 I'd have chewed hours. through my arm. <laughs> I'll chew you through your cups. Um, but no, uh, so like my cat bit me. Um which was pretty aggressive and that shit's like uh, if you don't know cats they're the insides of their mouth is just straight bacteria it's like a fucking it's a biohazard in their fucking mouth for real uh so like if they bite you it's gonna get infected almost immediately which it did because he bit me right here on my forearm do within 30 minutes my shit was like Oh, so he got you really good. Yeah, he was he was fucking straight. It was a high stress situation. Even though I was trying to help, he thought I was trying to make it worse. So as soon as he fucking got a like a a right the right angle, he was was like, ah, fuck you, and he bit me good. He bit me real good. Uh, But yeah, my shit swole up like a balloon pretty quick, pretty quick. And if you don't get the anti like um, um. antibiotics for it like dude you could fucking die it'll make you go into like septic shock your buddy your blood will start to poison itself it's fucking crazy see bites your foot you just chop it off like rick does in the walking dead yeah yeah i mean if you you gotta do what you gotta do gotta i mean yeah do you want to be a fucking zombie (laughs) no give me your fucking leg (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally i I want your foot by my face right now launch that baby (laughs) All right, all right. So, again, the question, have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Uh, your mom, she said, uh, Rose, hello, Rose. I know you don't listen, but maybe you listen. I, I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my friend's rooster, and I didn't do anything. Oh, my friend's rooster, and I didn't do anything to piss him off. I got the last laugh. I went back the next day for fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Nice rose, nice. <laughs> May slaughter your own cows, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Oki, Mr. Oleg from Reflection of Flesh, what's up, buddy? He said twice, both by dogs. Uh, one bit my right calf, not severe. The second one, dog, or the second one, dog bit my face. Sliced my upper lip open and detached the muscle holding my lower lip to the gum. Uh, that required 60 stitches. Holy shit. That I, I've been playing music with this guy for three and a half years, and I didn't know that. That's pretty intense, man. 60 stitches? Uh, you think about that? 
oh dude i'm killing that dog bro i'm choking that dog out right on the spot man <laughs> everybody's got it in them every i don't care what any everybody's got it in them like period in that moment especially nowadays with fucking everything all built up from covid and <laughs> all that crazy shit oh man dog is some animal starts attacking you like it wants to kill you <laughs> have to wait for this <laughs> yeah i mean they're starting to kind of make their way yeah yeah Ugh. that's gnarly chris that's pretty crazy buddy hell yeah uh hell yeah brother peter bodden uh he said a goose bit me on my butt a few years ago because they are filled with hate peter i couldn't agree more my friend that was the, that was like the reoccurring trend because like uh candy she said a few dog attacks one resulting in me missing a piece of my ear gnarly uh and i've been chased and bitten by geese a couple of times but who hasn't right and again you're absolutely right uh i've been chased by many a geese those fucking assholes and they always go for the neck the back of your neck it usually happens when you're a kid just because like your parents are just like yeah go go feed the geese they're just geese yeah and you're like oh big birdies uh. and then they're like you should probably fuck off man i don't want your punk ass bread like get out of here get out of here i'm telling you get out of here I'm pretty sure they said bread is bad for them to eat too yeah that's why they're like fuck off man <laughs> come at you bro uh liz she said neighbor's black lab she was tangled up in her leash, and when I bent down to untangle her, she bit me right in the eye. <sighs> Had I not been wearing my glasses, I might have lost my eye. That's fucking intense. Oh, and a rat at school bit me because I didn't give it a Cheerio before trying to pet it. Well, Liz, what the fuck did you learn? You don't try to pet rats, especially ones that you find at school. Uh, my dog bit me when I tried to get a candy wrapper away from him. Mm -hmm, I can only imagine which dog that was. And my parents' dog bit me in the in the lip once when I went to give him a kiss. I wonder why it shows to work with animals for a living. Never been, never been bit at work. Uh, that is, never say never, Liz. <laughs> you fucking might have just jinxed yourself there, lady. Uh, but I mean, shit. I think you're pretty paid up. You're paid up pretty well with the the dog bite karma gods, because god damn, almost lost an eye, fucking bit on the lip. And I know Andy's a little fucking prick who is always just snipping at you when you're just trying to tell him to move. Little fucker. Uh, Burton, again. First time my family ever got a dog, they surprised me when I got home from school. I opened the bathroom door and was startled by the dog, so I ran away, and he nipped my butt. Uh, I'm the only person he ever nipped. He was the best dog. I was also once disc golfing, and we had to run out of the woods because we were attacked by a swarm of mosquitoes. That's yuck yuck a rooney i hate mosquitoes so fucking much i'm pretty sure it's unanimous everybody hates those goddamn like, everybody's like yeah we're, like them? we're 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 behind you man yeah who, who's all who's behind them yeah i don't know that's what i'm saying it's a good question how have they not figured out how to like really end them uh, yeah, like there needs to be like a straight mosquito genocide yeah. and we haven't figured out how to do it i don't know man and th no, nature they, nature that's probably why no, yeah nature will find a way nature will find a way do it but they keep it for nature because it, it'll offset the balance. Yeah. I mean, as much as we hate mosquitoes, there's, there is some purpose. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm okay. just, I'm trying to think of like, you know, honeybees, like without bees, this planet would be kind of weird, you know, without yeah. spiders, this planet would be kind of weird, but it's just like, God forbid, I mean, no, God forbid so if they fucking evolved, 
we could be in serious trouble because <laughs> like the numbers the are from uh, Skull Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Hollow Earth, all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> I hate fucking bugs just in general. They're the worst. They are the worst. Okay, one more. This is the gnarly one. <laughs> um, would you rather? Uh, would you rather get your hands stuck in a meat grinder or a blender? Oh, I, I heard this one. I read this one earlier. Um, a blender or a meat grinder? Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> like, Let me just go ahead and preface this. You're fucked either way. You're losing a hand. <laughs> in my opinion. That doesn't just happen by accident. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like some mob boss kind of shit. Like, where's my fucking money? Take would, him to the grinder. I would say. Holy shit, that'd be terrifying. The blender. Grab the blender. Because it would probably just be the easiest and the fastest. Yeah, that's you exactly. That's what I'm to, saying. Yeah. Done. Done. Because, yeah, with a meat grinder, you have to, like, pressure, and then it's, like, crank, crank, and it's going to start pulling you in. It's just like, where did you stop? Yeah, I also would vote Blender. Um, and it's pretty, again, unanimous across the board. Everybody that commented on here said Blender. Uh, Burton said uh, Blender, better chance of saving your hand. But I'd hope it's my right hand because I play guitar, so even if it can't be saved, maybe I can get a robot one uh, so I can still play. This question is brutal, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Liz, remember that ta- uh, terrible game? Uh, Frog in a Blender. Just me, question mark. <laughs> well, I pick blender. Uh, candy, blender. I feel like I'd have a better chance of breaking a blender before it grinds my fingers off. Also fair. Again, you know, it's one of those things where you just slap it in there and then you just kind of kick the thing away. Uh, or better yet, as soon as you slap your hand in there, it would kick your fucking arm on. <laughs> uh, and then Joe from A Gentleman's Outlook said, what Candy said. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, well done, everybody. We all agree. We'll take the old blender. <laughs> God, that'd be horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is an early question. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick sponsor break before we move on here, people. No matter your preferred style, every man has the ability to be a gentleman. A Gentleman's Outlook only uses USDA organic ingredients in their handmade soaps, beard balms, lip balms, and solid cologne. They've also taken a step further than their competitors by using an all-eco-friendly packaging with all of their products. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their entire order with the code DMC15. Be sure to swing by a gentlemansoutlook.com to order now. All right, and we are back. Uh, now let's just move swiftly along here. We are on the clock. Let's jump into our friendly neighborhood. Mike, you want to help me out? The six pack. There you go. All right. So how the six pack works, me and Mike come into this weekly in the blind where we ask each other either questions from our listeners, which is always better or questions that we come up with ourselves uh we ask questions <coughs> excuse me of our top six favorite of anything and everything we can possibly think of so mike would you like to go first or shall i 
You can go first. All right. This question comes from longtime listener. Again, Corey Carroll. I'm going to keep pumping them out, man. He sent me like a thousand of them. They're pretty good. Mike, name your top six favorite sports moments. Uh, Anything. Can be anything. Ben Sheets, uh, record strikeout game. Me and Anthony were at. Okay. Uh, and he can't. What if I wasn't at these games? No, no? that's fine. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, well, in eleven, when Packers won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, God, that was awesome. It was. That was the shit. We watched it at my dad's house. I remember I had a fucking Super Bowl party. Uh, that was see. the shit. It was hard not to cry for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top six. That's two. It's two. Probably. Honestly, watching Allen Iverson was always really cool. Moments, like, like the Super Bowl. Oh. Um, other than that, man, practice learn some <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't have to be hometown teams either. Just like like sports moments where you were like, yeah, oh, like just uh, super okay. jacked. So when Craig Council played on Marlins and he he uh, got in the winning run mm-hmm. to okay. win the World Series. Okay. Um. Peyton, watching Peyton Manning come back from four touchdowns behind uh-huh. to win the game. Uh-huh. Um, bronze home run against the Cubs. And he runs the bases with his fist pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's five. Let's see. One more. Make it a good one. The last one. Make it a good one. Probably. Damn. I don't know. I know there's another baseball one. Yeah. the uh, Being there on a night when Fielder went like two for two for home runs. That was cool. I've never been to a game where a player has gotten multiple home runs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tight. Nice. I like it. Sports. I was just having this conversation with somebody at work the other day, especially with baseball. Like, uh, sports in general, they all have their own dramatic elements. But, like, baseball, in my personal opinion, is the most dramatic of them all. Just because football, aside from, like, the pauses in between the actual plays, like, it's just, it's all fast-paced. It's full contact. Like, you're fucking somebody up. Basketball is nonstop hustle. You're just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Just like a, a high evolved version of Pong, essentially, you know. Uh, same thing with hockey, you know, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with baseball, it's like there's, there's just like this tension in the air, especially like when you're at the stadium, dude. And, oh my god, that fucking clip I sent you, that dude hitting that home run on the first pitch. You heard, you heard that? Like when you hear that, I, I got caught mouth like a bitch right now, so I can't do that that right, but that clap of the bat to the ball and you just you don't even have to see it you can just hear it and just go gone that one's gone that one's gone that one's going yard for sure 
and it's just like as soon as it happens everybody knows because for the most part everybody there like knows the game yeah so it's just like oh fucking scream. And then as soon as it clears the fence everybody yeah starts freaking the fuck out so that's i just think baseball is a little bit more dramatic in that kind of sense i definitely will agree mm-hmm. that clip is so funny though because that announcer is like oh yeah <laughs> that laugh <laughs> <laughs> oh that laugh is so funny <laughs> clap oh yeah it's going deep yeah he knew t- immediately he just like he heard it from the booth it was just like oh jesus yeah yeah it's pretty good yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good all right, Mike, hit me. All right. What are your top six books? Mm. Mm. My top six favorite books. That's a good question. I said before I don't read. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I, the book, uh, that serial killer book, I have the... Uh, I forget what it's called. Psychopaths and serial killers. It's just it's a. Uh, I know. I remember you talking about it. It's like a th- it. 400, 300 page book that just stuff with serial killers. Uh, actually, if you go back to episode like fifty something uh, of the podcast, we do a serial killer podcast, and I reference that book quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so definitely that book. Um, the Ring, right? Mm-hmm. Sure was. Rest in peace. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm going to count graphic novels as books because technically they are books. So the killing joke that that's a Batman. Yep. 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 That's a super serious book. Uh, I mean, Watchmen. I mean, that's more of a comic, but I mean, it's still a book, but it's a storyline. Yeah. Watchmen definitely, which I have originals from 82 or whatever like nice. i got from don still in like plastic sleeves like pristine pristine like condition um james and the giant peach that was uh a really important book for me when i was younger roll doll all of his books were good that's just something my grandma like she would read to me so that one's got a definitely a soft spot in my heart um, what is that for? Uh, the sum of all fears by, um, uh, by Tom Clancy, that, that book is some serious, like the movie's good and everything, yeah. but like that book, it, it all comes back to that nuke, <laughs> nuclear bomb chapter. There's literally an entire chapter. And it's so funny because at the beginning of the chapter, like the first paragraph, he's just like, get it out of your fucking head. I'm not going to tell you the inner workings of how a thermonuclear bomb actually works and like so you can go and just try to do it yourself it's not going to happen but i am going to tell you basically how it happened (laughs) and it's literally like a 20 page chapter on just like the inner workings of a thermonuclear bomb and just how he talks about it is fucking intense bro intense because like all 20 pages happens in a nanosecond that's yeah. what makes it so cool because it's just like you're reading and you're reading and you're reading and you're just like god all of this it's still going on and like all of this happens in this like a snap of a fingers like <laughs> science <laughs> 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 um so yeah definitely some of all fears and um probably uh desperation 
by Stephen King. Also, one of one of the not as well known Stephen King books, I suppose. Everybody knows The Shining. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows The Stand. But uh, but Desperation definitely one that has gone under the radar that I enjoyed reading. Read that one a couple of times. It's a big book too. All Stephen King books are fucking huge. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, but yeah, that would be my six, and that would be the conclusion of. Oh god, damn! I feel like I have to burp. The six pack. Okie day and moving right along into uh, what is now the what is the second week in our round two. Round two. There you go. That's fight. what I meant. To, that's what I meant to say. Round two of our cryptid fight. But uh, it's all part of our favorite segment here at Dipping Milk and Cookies, the Master Milkers Mysterious Mysteries. All right, so how the Master Milker's Mysterious Mysteries works, um, anything having to do with paranormal activity, anything UFO, conspiracy theory related, Mike is balls deep in it. He is very, very, uh, what's the word? Help me out. What's the word here? I'm just interested. There you go. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. That's the word. Uh, very interested in anything uh, that I was talking about before, all the above. Um, but this the, the last two weeks here, we from a suggestion from Burton uh, over at Lost in the Dark, he had mentioned maybe doing something on the uh, the Wisconsin cryptids because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cryptid lore in the state of Wisconsin that I didn't even really realize. So it's been a fun little exercise just learning about some of these crazy whack ass stories about <laughs> these crazy monsters and beasts uh, in our home state. But me and Mike thought we'd do our own little spin on it where we would have basically boxing matches between monsters we drafted our monster team which i thought went pretty well i'd, I'd like to think i'm one to know oh damn i never did the poll fuck right. I, I never did the poll i will go with that that's no that's right i'll i'll do that though fuck hey i gotta write that down Yeah, we want to know who won first week. It was uh, the uh, the Hodag versus the uh, the Lake, Lake Winnebago Water, Water Monster. Monster. Um, this week, I have chosen the Beast of Bray Road, uh, who is going to be facing off against Rocky the Rock Lake Monster. Now, just to give you a quick little brief background, do you want to do the Rock Monster first? You want me to do Bray Road? You go ahead and do Bray Road. All right. Beast of Bray Road, a.k.a. the Bray Road Beast and the Wisconsin Werewolf. Yay, yay. Um, this thing is between six and seven feet tall. It's a humanoid-style body covered in fur, seen moving as both quadruped and biped. It's obviously upright and on all fours. Uh, resembles a traditional werewolf or Bigfoot. I'm going to lean real heavily into that werewolf, you know, category just because it's the beast of Bray Road. And that's the one consensus I saw on like all of the reportings that I read about. So I'm going to lean towards werewolf, that Bigfoot. In fact, I'm just going to cross that up. Uh, first sighted in 1936. Most sightings happening 
uh, in the 1980s, but reports still servicing uh, as recently as February 2018 and July of 2020, the hell year. That doesn't surprise me at all because I'm sure the werewolf was like, where the fuck is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Normally there's at least one dum-dum in the woods right now that I can eat, but now now, everybody's all scared inside buying toilet paper and shit. <laughs> um, some of the uh, the attributes uh, attributes of the beast of Bray Road. Again, I, I'm leaning towards that werewolf kind of aspect. Most werewolves are uh, men transformed, so just think that there's some sort of heightened intelligence because there's an actual brain in there capable of thinking. Obviously, when you go werewolf, it gets a little jumbled because then it's just like fucking moon. Yeah, like I just want to Jekyll, Mr. Yeah. Hyde, essentially. Uh, sharper teeth, claws for nails. Uh, this is very important. Super sense of sight, smell, and hearing. You can think you're a fucking animal. Uh, very fast, have speedy healing abilities. So in every tale of any kind of werewolf, unless you're going to shoot him in the heart with a silver bullet, which I will mention actually, because I did go with some cons, some weaknesses. Um, unless you're going to use something of the sort, you really can't fuck a werewolf up. Like mm-hmm. it'll, you'll hurt it, but it'll just heal pretty quickly and it'll come fuck you up twice as hard um supposedly can uh, can share thoughts with other werewolves and other kind of beasts of the sort so again if your little fruity rocky whatever monster starts messing me up i can just be like bros come help and then then a bunch of other werewolves come out of the woodwork fuck you up uh so in other words you watch twilight and you wrote some shit (laughs) shut up like uh some weaknesses however still humanoid in nature so conventional weapons could do real damage uh silver bullet silver bullets work best especially aimed at the heart and even if you don't fucking hit it in the heart uh especially like if you use rounds at shrapnel like anything that hits their body if it's silver it's eventually gonna It'll make it to its heart, so you don't have to be too concerned about hitting directly in the heart. I almost bought some. There's uh, silver bullets. No, there's silver beads, and it comes like in a pack of I don't know, like three hundred. Yeah. Why? Because, <laughs> dude, <laughs> there's a fucking. You're gonna be out there with a slingshot. What are you gonna shoot them out of? I have to make it. It's gonna be steampunk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in conclusion, I feel like uh, werewolves are massive creatures that, by size alone, can inspire incontrollable fear. All right, if I see one of these fucking things on the street, I'm gonna be pretty concerned. You know, uh, they possess far superior strength and agility, and are also equipped with the, with the claws and the strong jaws, meant for dismemberment. They're specifically made to rip people to oblivion. Uh, and the most important, most important thing, they're persistent hunters of prey. That's what they do. They they fucking see the moon. They're like, hell yeah. And they fucking change. And then it's just like, who am I killing? You know? So uh, so that's my take on the Beast of Bray Road. Get my nice. notes. Nicely pre- done. Prepared here for your Rocky monster. Ooh. Well, I didn't find a whole lot, but oh. I did find some stuff. So, in Jefferson County, the Rock Lake covers 1,365 acres. The lake in a figure, the lake's in a figure eight shape, and its deepest point is 87 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just looking at it from 
above looks like any regular lake. But the rock lake monster, who would later become known as Rocky, was first spotted in the lake in 1867. The encounter of 1882, when sightings of Rocky became few and far in between, that does not mean that uh, the Rock Lake Terror was gone. Many believe he simply moved to another lake. So there's a lake in uh, the picture. Cue up my notes here, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the the second dot now, the midpoint, the yellow. Mm-hmm. So in that area, there is a uh, there's a lake, and then there's believed to be an underwater stream <laughs> for this thing to travel under. Hollow Earth. A what? Hollow Earth. Oh, that's what the, that's what you call that. No, no, no. Did you watch King Kong versus Godzilla? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> okay, never mind. Then continue. Ah, I should probably watch that. Soon. I was gonna say the Hollow Earth is like where all of these monsters come from, so it's like. It's hollow earth. It's how the trench, an underwater river that only fucking big giant sea serpent monsters could go through. I was trying to make it funny. Sorry, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, it, it would have been funny if I would have seen. I, keep going, please. Anyways. <laughs> so a few miles away from Rock Lake is Red Cedar Lake. That's the lake that they believe they have that connecting underground water system. Okay. And then uh, many people started to think the monster had died, but sightings were almost non-existent, and those who had claimed to see the monster could give no other details besides possibly seeing a large serpent below the surface. So, to me, this big-ass snake, trying to think of a movie that there would have been a snake, arms... Because, I mean, this thing sounds bigger than an anaconda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the one thing that you did glo- glaze over, you mentioned it, but I will say if this were uh, a nickname-like battle, you would definitely win this week for sure. <laughs> because the Rock Lake Terror, I mean, get the fuck out of here. How does that not make you, like, concerned? <laughs> you hear that, like, wait, 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 say, what could be in this lake? Oh, the Rock Lake Terror? Yeah, you don't want to mess with that thing, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I couldn't really, when I was trying to do my little cross-reference, my cross-research, I couldn't find too much on, on this guy either. Other than that, uh, he's a lizard-type creature. Uh, most representations is like a, like a, a giant eel mixed with like a iguana kind of um but it's been known to have huge jaws and also known to come to shore and feed on local farmers livestock so if this thing's taken down livestock like clearly it's got to be like a lake placid kind of sized alligator lizard kind of thing uh, the one, the the one advantage, and this is the one thing that kind of sucks with these battles because they're kind of unfair, just because both of them, um, both battles, uh, like I chose a land-based creature and you chose a water-based creature, so like I, obviously we didn't really do too much thinking about that. We just kind of picked monsters, which it still works because they can yeah. still fight. 
which I was going to get to, like, your advantage being that this lake, like, last week, the, the Lake Winnebago was, like, the deepest spots, like, 20 feet or something like that. Like, this one's 87 feet deep at its deepest point. Yeah. Like, I feel like 20 feet worth of water with these kind of monsters ain't really going to be shit. But 80 feet of water, like, if that fucking if Rocky got a hold of my beast and just fucking straight down, that's game over. That's lights. That's curtains right there. Yeah. So that, I wrote that in here. That's definitely kind of important, kind of an advantage for you. I even wrote two pretty badass underneath the Rock Lake Terror. <laughs> um, but like I was saying the week before, uh, the Rock Lake Monster is going to kind of tie in to the Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Which is that's your guide next week, right? Yeah, okay. that's, that's my pack a punch. Okay. Okay. So I have a little story about the Thunderbird as okay. well. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, obviously, Bray, <laughs> Beast of Bray Road's fucking ripping this thing's head off. It's that simple. Again, the Beast of Bray Road, natural hunter, always looking for a fight, ferocious. Uh, I mean, anybody, you can think werewolf, everybody knows what a fucking werewolf is. And when they're not fucking from Twilight, they're, uh, <laughs> they're pretty fucking savage. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Week two, count it, score it. Hashtag Garrett's Garrett's fucking great. Uh, well, I mean, I never did really get any info on his size, but I'm imagining he's probably. No, I said in between six and seven feet. No, for uh, rock. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, so just imagine like a giant eel, like a Lake Plat. You've seen Lake Placid, the yeah. huge crocodile. Just think like yeah. an eel. But instead of okay, so instead of the crocodile body, it's an eel with the same kind of like arms and legs. But it's a huge fucking eel, huge goddamn mouth that can take down fucking cows and shit. Just like it, it's basically just like a huge crocodile, but an eel, yeah. which is terrifying. I would be way more scared of seeing that than seeing a crocodile <laughs> or an alligator <laughs> that big, because then I just say, oh, that's a freaking nature. That's an anomaly. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even again, even still, I got a feeling. Again, with the werewolf being slight, slightly man, having that little bit of little bit of logic in his brain, you know, creep up on the waterline, right up on the shore, just wait. It's Star Lord's Narn. Uh wait for some final movement and then fucking dum-dums and kind of come out of the water and got him got him book him dano count it so uh so again I, i'm thinking i'm thinking i won this one again so hopefully yeah your pack punch does something for you but uh i will definitely put the uh the polls up i forgot i forgot about that last week but it's better late than never but I will make sure that the poll is up for this week when we do the one for uh, the first round as well. Again, the first round was the Hodag versus the Lake Winnebago Water Monster. This week, Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith, and the winner, Beats of Bray Road, <laughs> taking on Mike, the Master Milker Segovia's Rocky, the, the, the Rock Lake Monster. Or the Rock Lake Terror. So if we were to do this with any four that don't have to be like in our state, mm-hmm. I would win. Okay. So if you want to go, so with, as soon as we're done with these, oh, then we'll pick other ones. Sure. All right. 
I don't want this to turn into a who would win podcast, though. I'll tell you that much. Because those podcasts are cool, but you have to do them right. And I can tell you one thing right now. We're, we wouldn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good one uh, called Who Would Win with uh, James Gavsey and Race to Canis. If you guys have never listened to that, you should definitely listen to that podcast. That's a really good podcast, too. Because, again, they put in so much like so much research into the characters uh that they that they choose to fight and that the cool thing is they don't ever well i don't want to say ever but like they very rarely do like the big kind of like king kong versus godzilla fights like it's like santa claus versus poison ivy kind of shit like and it's they'll go crazy in depth with some of like some of the shit it's it's great it's a good one who would win um but again, I think <laughs> who would win right now? Garrett, that's for sure. But like I said before, we will put the polls up. I will put the polls up so that we can hear from you guys to validate said victories. <laughs> Number one. Yes. 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 All right. On that note, let's wrap this up. It's getting late. I got to go home and go to sleep. Um, Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. Go like and share the page, people. Always appreciated. Patreon.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. Become a patron. Show your support. Like I said last week, Marcus, Amanda, Mackenzie, we've got some things coming down the pipeline right now that we're all funded by our Patreons, you guys. Uh, so we appreciate that very much. We hope you like what we uh, what we have to show you guys. Um Make sure you guys are like, sharing, rating, reviewing, subscribing, uh, wherever you get your audio files, your podcasts, guys. It's really important. Make sure you guys are leaving the five-star ratings. You don't even have to say anything in the review. Just throw the stars up, man. Never hurts. Always helps. Um, what else? La, la, la. I've nothing. got a whole lot of nothing on my end, my friend. Nothing. Just be ready for this third round, dude. Yeah, yeah I got it. I'm going for the sweep. And bring my broom. I'm going for that sweep, baby. And then I have that extra one too. All right, yeah. I suppose I go try to find an extra one too. Uh, but yeah. With that being said, you <laughs> what? Yeah. I well, you have an extra one. I don't have an extra one. I just have in the ground. It's like a after the draft acquisition that I know about or something. Like, yeah, he was on fucking, waiver. I was just about to say you're reading waiver wire. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> All right, with that being said, guys, everybody be good. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your fucking masks, and uh, be nice to each other. I'm going to add that in this week. Be nice to each other. I love you, friend. Always have. Love you too, All right, man. Bye, guys.